Hi, everyone. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, everyone. So I am broadcasting live from Charlotte, North Carolina at the beautiful Le Meridian Hotel. So I am scheduled to go live here. So if you see me and hear me, let me know in the comments below and I will give you a huge shout out. So right now I am going to be interviewing and I'm going to be having a conversation with Elena Giorgio. And I love Elena's passion and mission and vision to end child abuse, sexual abuse, and gender-based violence, including domestic abuse. And she's going to be sharing her own story of her victim to victory story. So if you see us and hear us, please comment below. Let us know where you are tuning in from so we could give you a huge shout out. And welcome to my podcast, which is Let's Break the Silence with Angeline. So please like and subscribe to my podcast on Anchor FM, Spotify, Google, Apple, and all the live streams. And also we are live on my YouTube channel. So please like and subscribe to my YouTube channel, which is Let's Break the Silence with Angeline. So Elena Georgiou is the founder, CEO of the Global Council Network, Global Ambassador of Hope Picks Global and Global Changemaker at World Pulse, GBV expert, author, winner of the first International Book Awards and Humanitarian Award and Featured Storyteller Award 2022, co-host of the Miss Texas Show and the Global Council Network podcast host the Global Council Network is an advisory organization and educational center fighting for children's rights and ending early child marriages, teenage pregnancy, sexual abuse, trafficking, children sold by their parents and rape culture. So without further ado, I am bringing on Elena. Hello. 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 Good afternoon. How are you? Oh, wow. I feel so excited to be Great here. Great to see you here. Thank you for inviting no, me. No, it's it's exciting. It is. Thank you. And Thank, I'm, an, so I'm honored that you're here. And we're both wearing okay, red. Two women with <laughs> red. Wow. That's I know. a dangerous combination. We didn't even plan this, guys. <laughs> so, actually, right, right. And actually, I'm ready live from Cyprus to break the silence. Okay. So, break the silence. So, we're going to break the silence. So, what time is it? What time is it it's, over there in Cyprus? Uh, nearly 10 p.m. here in Cyprus. And uh, okay, yeah. So yeah, I'm see, ready. boy, you're see, always showing up. And here <laughs> in Charlotte, North Carolina, I'm on the East Coast. So right now, the time right here is almost 3 p.m. Eastern time. So yeah, I'm really super excited. So Elena, without further ado, please share your story. The world wants to know who is Elena. I'm ready. So I'm Elena Georgiou, and for those that don't know me, I always had big ideas, dreams, goals, visions. I have a lot of imagination, and I am creative, and as a result, I inspire a lot of people, and imagination is the key to innovation. It influences everything we do, think, and create. I'm a visionary, a legendary leader for women and children, but life and lack of support derailed my plans. And from 38 to 54 that I am today, I journeyed inward on a quest for transformation and enlightenment. 
As Angeline said, I'm the founder and CEO of the Global Council Network, global ambassador of Hope Picks Global and changemaker of World Pulse, gender-based violence expert, author, and winner of the first International Book Awards, Humanitarian Awards, and Feature Storyteller Award. Also, co-host at the Miss Texas Show and the Global Council Network broadcast host. So the Global Council Network, for people that don't know what it is, is an advisory organization and educational center fighting for children's rights and ending early child marriages, teenage pregnancies, sexual abuse, trafficking, children sold by their own parents, and rape culture. So we aim to expand and take global action against child abuse. There is a reason why I do what I do today, and I will share what happened in my life. So everything that I cure connected me with my divine purpose and mission. My legacy to future generations is my life story, lessons learned, values, beliefs, hopes, and dreams. And I wanted to deliver a message today to the young generation. So if you're a young adult, listen to this message and my story. This is for you. And if you're a parent listening now, tell your 18-year-old boy or girl to listen to this. My powerful message is that life is worth living. Never give up. This is the inspirational quote that kept me going and alive. At 40, I escaped from an abusive marriage, but that was not the end. I still had to endure abuse from other family members and challenging situations before escaping. As a result, I distanced myself from my own family. Toxic is toxic. Whether it's family or not, you can walk away from people constantly hurting you. Through it, the one thing that kept me going was my innate knowledge that I was meant to do big things. The vision in my head that was on pause from the age of 18 was a constant source of motivation. At 18, I couldn't continue my education because my parents didn't want me to travel to Greece since Cyprus didn't have a university for me to study. I was also dating somebody then, and when my parents found out, they forced me to get married. He was the first man I dated. This person ended becoming my abuser. When I got pregnant initially, I was forced to abort because he wasn't ready for a child then. So even if I had a burning desire to study, my life story turned into a scary movie. Finally, at 38, 20 years later, I was admitted into the same university I'm working until today. It took a lot of my courage to sit alongside 18-year-olds and take entrance exam at 38. But I did, and I did it well, but that was not all that I had endured. I never received justice from the court because my abuser was set free for the repeated abuse he caused me for 20 years. Although being at that time was suspended mm -hmm. in prison. In court, the prosecutor announced that my abuser had a clear record. Someone cleared his record. Wow. And my parents joined forces with my ex-husband to bring havoc in my life. It was not only my parents and my ex-husband that abused me, but also my second son because he saw his dad doing it. And my ex abused me because he saw his dad doing it. 
the abuse was a learning process from the father to the son. And the same goes for my dad, who was a lineage in the family. After all, and except that is my first son due to abuse, faced depression and anxiety and wanted to end his life. And so did I. I had to leave my home in 2014 because I wasn't feeling safe anymore. I didn't want to die. I didn't want to take my second son to court that was abusing me. And I didn't want to face my first son's depression because I failed him. I couldn't help him because I was feeling weak. I couldn't connect with my daughter because they used her as a weapon against me. I lost all my money because I signed a loan for my abuser and he never paid the money back to the bank to revenge on me. Somebody took away everything I ever loved. Somebody took everything I ever owned. Somebody took my voice and power. I gave that someone permission to run my life. I lost everything except hope for a better tomorrow. And that kept me alive until today. I gave that someone permission because I thought it was love. I realize now that love shouldn't be in pain. Because someone that loves you will never hurt you. Someone that loves you will never put themselves in a position to lose you. So I became the hero in the movie of my life. I was the one to save me when I was at my lowest. I didn't wait for anyone to come and rescue me. I didn't wait for anyone to love me and be with me. Instead, I saved and loved myself. I filled my heart with love and joy and celebrated each and every day of being alive. Sociology was a chosen course of my study for my bachelor's and the many people I met through my classes in criminology, anthropology, law, sociology, and psychology helped me open up about the abusive nature of my marriage. They helped me understand my situation better. And in the end, to divorce the person that was abusing me for 20 years because I was afraid to do it and I had no support. And learning within the formal structure of a university, that helped me understand the space I was in. And as a victim of domestic violence, I have chosen to research. I collected data on domestic violence from all the relevant sources to see where the system could be improved. And I'm proud to say that I helped formulate policies where there were significant gaps in the laws against domestic violence in Cyprus. Also European studies was my master's degree and the chosen uh, for me courses to study. And I studied critique of justice in Europe, gender roles and European culture hegemony. I decided to research again and I collected my data and did a case study within the university where I work so, to improve the situation in there. And I'm proud to say that I helped formulate policies, procedures, and the structure of a new office. We now have an office at the university tackling issues related to abuse. I also studied life skills coaching to help me improve my knowledge and expertise. And I believe that all victims that are listening, if victims or survivors are listening to me now, and I believe that Anyone can become victor after abuse, and victory can be accomplished. 
I help people in the queen process to help them overcome trauma, disconnection from themselves, and the generational work. So when I decided I had had enough of abuse, I wrote books with tools and techniques because I didn't want others to give up. And as a result, I'm an author of Stripe. And my first book is This is Great. And it was published in 2014, the year I escaped from my abusive environment. And the other one is Live Life to its Fullest and Never Look Back, 2019. And this book is on Amazon and has won the first international book award. So everyone has the right to live a free life and free from violence. And approximately, approximately, Angeline, one in three women and girls worldwide will experience physical or sexual violence in their lifetime. And violence has a culture of silence surrounding it. This violence may be different from one place or another, but still the fact remains that there is an equal power between men and women, boys and girls. And moreover, mm. due to some social norms, many survivors are subjects to victim blaming and obstructizing from their families and communities. And this puts them in significant risk of poverty, isolation, and further violence. And some survivors are forced to marry the perpetrator. And it's gender-based violence results sometimes in death, like in honor killings. So perpetrators go to great lengths to steal their acts, leaving children vulnerable to further exposure. And especially those that cannot report because they don't understand what's going on from their experience. They don't understand that they're being abused. And children have to be protected. Right. And child abuse exists. And I'm here to break this taboo that nobody talks about. A common myth is that child sexual abuse is perpetrated by strangers. But most people who sexually abuse children are our friends, partners, family members, and community members. About 93% of children who are victims of sexual abuse know their abusers. Less than 10% of sexually abused are abused by a stranger. So children also are subjects to human trafficking. And these children are deprived Mm. of their natural support system. I mean, the right to basic needs, the right to be free from abuse and exploitation, the right of health, education, among others. And just by losing their family, they lose a better life. And in addition, nearly one to 10 children are subject to trafficking. Another great issue, Angeline, is child marriage. Child marriage can also lead to sexual abuse and teenage pregnancy. Since children that are sure cannot they cannot give I mean, their consent. The results are dangerous for young girls. Girls who marry before the age of 18 are more likely to experience domestic violence and less likely to remain in school. In addition, they have a worse economic and health outcomes than their unmarried peers, and which eventually pass down to their okay. children, their children that they are having further straining the country's capacity to provide 
quality health and education services. In addition, child brides often become pregnant during adolescence when the risk of complication during pregnancy and child increases and for themselves and their infants. And they can isolate the girls that are from their family and friends and exclude them for participating right. in the community. So even though sexual violence and abuse, commercial sexual exploitation and child marriage are illegal, these practices persist. Not enough is done to implement existing laws and often harmful practices are condemned by communities whose understanding of childhood and gender roles can increase girls' vulnerability. So the consequences of teenage pregnancies are well documented, and many girls or their children do not survive, and others suffer the stigma and are left to care for their children in poverty without proper health care. In addition, young mothers almost always drop out of school because they have their child. So violence against children takes many forms. It can be physical, emotional, and sexual. It happens in all countries, in all settings, in a child's home, community, school, and online in today's advanced world. So unfortunately, violent discipline is socially accepted and expected in some parts of the world. And for many girls and boys, violence comes from the people they trust. And that means parents, caregivers, teachers, peers, neighbors. However, no matter what the form of violence a child is exposed, their experience may lead to severe lifelong consequences like physical injury, sexual transmitted infections, anxiety, depression, societal thoughts, unplanned pregnancies, mm. and even the results in death. And we have the brain development and damage in other parts of the nervous system. So approximately 15 million adolescent girls aged 15 to 19 worldwide have experienced forced sexual intercourse or other sexual acts at some point. So in many places, girls are the most significant risk of exposure of, to sexual violence within close relationships. Right. Angelique, we're talking about family, friends, and state partners. In addition, lack of safe access to water in some countries and sanitation and safe passage to schools can increase the risk of sexual abuse and rape. So justice systems now, let's go see the justice. So justice systems worldwide fail to protect children and uphold their most basic rights. So in too many countries, children who are sexually exploited or trafficked are not only arrested, because they are arrested for this, but also detained. Mm. Rather than recognize as victims, they're treated as offenders, actually. So child victims have limited knowledge of their rights. No means to contact a lawyer and no financial resources for legal fees. So justice systems are not equipped to fulfill children's rights and needs because they don't understand 
the gender-specific vulnerabilities children face or do not have sufficient resources to help children make right. protection and justice. So every child has a right to life and each child and young person should enjoy the same opportunities to be safe, healthy, grow, and develop. And every home, I agree. And, every home and school should teach children about safety and protection measures. As adults, we must promote child protection policies in schools and increase awareness is essential to prevent abuse of all forms mm. as far as children are concerned. Now, as parents, what we should do, we should take action, we should take active interest in your children. Listen to them. Teach your children to be assertive, to protect themselves against abduction and exploitation. And most importantly, make your home a place of trust and support that fulfills your child's needs. Together, we can protect our future generations by teaching them to be intelligent, strong, and safe. And child abuse causes trauma and lack of love and insecurity, loneliness, overthinking, and stress. Sometimes they lose their spark and they need a little help to shine again. That's why I decided to create the Global Home to support all the children of this world that needs a little help to shine again. I'm here to help them achieve this. And I will fight for them because I know what child oh, sure. abuse is. Not because I'm a researcher, expert, or author of books, but because it was a lived experience for me. And the Global Capital Network will fight for children's rights. And children need new tools and skills. And also teachers, caregivers, parents need also new tools and skills. So our global home is ready, Angeline, and you're part of it. I'm so happy you are. So am I. <laughs> so with new members joining daily, the Dynamic Global Council Network seeks to expand in 195 countries in its call to action against child abuse and child rights. So if anyone is listening and wants to join our cause, collaborate, partner, donate, or fund us, our journey has already begun in January 2023. So please contact me either by email or social media. Come and join me to bridge the world and an abuse. Okay. And together we can win this fight. Absolutely. And I just yes. want to close up and you can ask me any questions. So I want to say that history repeats itself until we can heal any wound that was passed to us from generation to generation. So the only thing we need to do is acknowledge what it is, accept it, forgive, and move on. Because life is worth living and never give up. You need to do one thing. Live life to its fullest and never look back. Right, exactly. That's exactly. That's my motto is to live life to the fullest and never look back. And always pursue your passion and vision. Oh, Elena, I have a question. What yeah. is your email address so people can get in contact with you? Okay, so I write it in the chat box. Or should I say it? Okay. Just say it, yeah. Georgiou E290. Oh. Let me okay. write Georgiou. it. Georgiou. Yeah, write it down, yeah. In the private oh, chat. Oh, you can give it to people. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I wrote it. 
I wrote it. Oh, good. All right, so I'm going to copy and paste that. Copy and paste it. Elena, you're a hero, and I can say this. You know, you are a hero. Yeah. And, you know, I'm here ready. And I'm so glad that you're on my podcast. So, everyone, you can contact email or you can contact Elena here on her email address, which I'm going to post right now and put it up as a banner. So, definitely get in touch with Elena here. Great. If you would yeah. like to be part of the Global Council and our fight for, you know, children's rights, because people in the U.S., I think I wanted to ask you this question. Are people in the U.S. aware of this or be, or is it just being shoved under the carpet? What are your views on that or globally? As far as children is concerned, there is a silence. Hmm. I mean, they keep it inside their homes and, uh, you know, it's because of the stigma and all that. I don't know. In Cyprus, this is happening and it's in all parts of the world. Like child wow. sexual abuse, they consider it as a taboo. Nobody speaks about it. But it's time for us to go out and speak about it because it's happening. It exists and it's affecting a lot of children. From my interaction with 30 countries, this is the same thing going on. I mean, people that I already contact and this is what is happening. They're not reporting it because maybe it's the father that does it. You see? Or maybe it's an uncle mm. or. No, a friend of the family. Right. They just keep it silent. But it's time okay. to get okay. out in the open, of course. Exactly. I agree with you. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, Elena, in, you know, like I said, your story really, really inspires me. I mean, what strategies did you use and what tools did you implement to get out of your domestic violence yeah. situation? Because that was horrible. I know, I know. It's not only my husband, it's the whole family situation. So to be able first, it's not only to escape the other part, Angeline, mm. you know, it's the part that you have to heal. So to be able, let's talk right. about the healing process. So first I had to overcome and acknowledge the generational wound, the child abuse trauma also. And I did a lot of shadow work and right. light work. And both are important okay. for enlightenment because I wanted to pursue my sole purpose and I wanted to do that. So the journey, trusting my intuition to walk down my soul path included both. So I did both of it because I wanted to face all my fears. So to be able to lead right. my spirit. So I needed to leave my comfort zone and it was very comfortable in there. So it's very essential to do shadow and light work together. It's very essential when bringing harmony to your ego and spirit. So I was willing to work through my shadows to create emotional and spiritual healing. However, it was a space I avoided because I feared feeling my emotional pains which turned, these pains turned into subconscious thoughts that became a belief system that was built on pain and fear. Right. And this fear of pain came from my traumatic event of child abuse or something, Angelina, had been taught that didn't align with my soul truth or because I was carrying an emotional pain from the generations that came before me in my family history. 
So it took a lot of courage for me to just walk out the door and say, I had enough. Because I understood that right. I didn't deserve what I was living. I had a value and I said, and all this situation disconnected me from me. So I wanted to connect with me, like coming back home okay. to me. And I did that. And the result, you Good can see you. <laughs> So I created it. Oh, became, I can see the results already. I became a powerhouse, but I did a lot of work. And the work began okay. from the age of 38 when I entered the university. At 40, I divorced. And from 40 to 54 that I am today, it was my inner journey. It wasn't only the healing journey. It uh, transformed into an evolution and enlightenment journey. Okay. You see, different phases you pass. So I'm here now right. to be the protector of children and women to help them in this freeing process. And you're here to help them amplify their voice. And to break and the silence. Especially children. And break yeah. the silence. Break the silence. It all goes together. Okay, break the silence and amplify their voice. So, yeah, definitely. Exactly. I mean, I love your vision and vision. And, you know, we need more people like you. We are action takers. So, you know, we are actionists. Not only, you know, activists, but we are actionists. So in closing, Elena, what is a special message that you would like to share with the audience today? Well, the message I want to share with them is that they have to understand their worth, that they're worthy, they're loved, and they shouldn't allow anyone to put them down. And another message, go out and live life to its fullest and never look back. That's what you should do. Right. And where can people buy your book again? It's on Amazon. Should I share? Yeah, let yeah. me just... Okay, so live life to the fullest on Amazon, yeah, right? Yeah, if you put Elena Giorgio, Amazon author, live life to its fullest, it's going to pop okay. up. There's another Elena okay. Giorgio. I hope they don't mix it up. <laughs> oh, boy. No, no, no. We don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't. We don't want that. No, we don't yeah, want she that. Has okay, the same so. name. She has the same name and surname, but she's living in Greece. She's from Greece, and I'm from Cyprus. Okay, so live life to the fullest. Folks, you can buy it on Amazon. And the author is Elena Giorgio. She is amazing. So, and I'm going to buy the book too myself. So I can't wait to read it. Can't wait to read. What inspired you to write your book? What inspired you to write your book? All my life lessons that I learned and the way I uh, managed to, you know, overcome all those lessons and understand the lessons. I sat down and said, I'm going to write books. And my first book, I wrote it in 2014 when I escaped forever from abuse. So I wrote them. So yeah, it contains exercises and tools and learn new skills, how to overcome oh, that's good. Adversities and the trauma and get out in your life and live your life. Because, you know, the only life we have now, we have to live it. Fully, I agree. Live life to the fullest fully. We life is meant to be lived long, you know, exactly. not short. Okay. So 
pursue your passion and please go to amazon.com. You can buy Elena's book and the title is Live Life to the Fullest, okay? And she is an amazing lady and I'm so glad that we connected. So I want to thank you, Elena, for being on my podcast to break the silence. Let's break the silence with Angeline. So this episode will air live next Wednesday morning at 7 a.m. Eastern time on Anchor FM. So please like and subscribe to my podcast on Anchor FM, Spotify, Google, Apple, and all the live streams. And right now we are live on my YouTube channel. So please go check out our live on my YouTube channel, which is Let's Break the Silence with Angeline. Elena, thank you so much. Just hang out in the green room, please, for a few minutes. And I want to thank everyone. For those of you who are going to be watching the replay, hashtag replay in the comments. And like I said, this episode will air live next Wednesday at 7 a.m. Eastern time. And that's when we air all our podcast episodes. Let's break the silence with Angeline. Let's break the silence on domestic abuse and give women, give children their voice and amplify their voice so they can live a fulfilled life filled with abundance. So thank you, everyone, and have a wonderful day. Have a great weekend. And thanks for tuning in. Bye. Bye.